Good morning. Loudoners and West Virginians have been coming to county supervisors to ask them to help stop plans for a factory in Jefferson County, about nine miles from the state line. But supervisors are saying there might not be much they can do. For Thursday, October 4th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. The Humane Society of Loudoun County invites you to Tales and Ales this Saturday, October 6th from noon to 4 at Black Walnut Brewery in Leesburg. Enjoy live music by Todd Brooks and Poor Decisions, a cutest dog contest with celebrity judges, children's games, raffle baskets, door prizes, food, wine, and dessert vendors, and of course, pets are welcome on a leash. Get tickets at the door or at eventbrite.com. Proceeds benefit the Humane Society, serving Loudoun for 52 years. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The Danish company Rockwool melts rock to spin into mineral wool insulation. It's planning a 460,000 square foot manufacturing plant in Ranson, West Virginia, about nine miles from the Loudoun border. This has led to outrage and protests in West Virginia and mounting concern here in Loudoun. That's spilled over into the county boardroom, where people have asked Loudoun County supervisors what they can do to stop it. But supervisors are saying that might not be much. Loudoun County government staff did a review of regulatory hurdles and found out what most people in West Virginia already knew. The plant has almost all of the permits it needs, and they've already broken ground. Loudoun has little obvious leverage from across the state line. That plant is under West Virginia jurisdiction, obviously, and the only formal process available to the Loudoun County government appears to be asking the Virginia Department of Environmental Quality to make a complaint through the Federal Environmental Protection Agency, and this they can do after the plant is operational. Tuesday night, some supervisors seemed to step back concerns about the plant. Supervisor Gary Higgins asked about how the levels of pollutants produced from the plant would compare to the levels of those substances occurring naturally. Supervisor Matt Letourneau said if the plant meets environmental standards in West Virginia, it is unlikely to fail those tests here in Virginia. Some supervisors also pointed out that the plant does seem to conform to federal Environmental Protection Agency standards. I think one of the challenges with something like this is we see that there's a certain amount of tons of pollutants that are going to be released as a result of the plant, or a result of the plant, but we don't really have any context for that because what we're not seeing at the same time are what these safe allowable standards are. The plant will be required to maintain constant monitoring, although Chairwoman Phyllis Randall pointed out the company will largely be self-reporting, which she called unsettling. County staff said a more in-depth consultant study of the factory's potential impacts on Loudoun would cost between $195,000 to $265,000. Supervisors voted unanimously to instead ask the Virginia Department of Environmental Quality to undertake that study and to ask that department to put an air quality monitoring station in western Loudoun. Right now, that agency's only air quality monitoring station is in Ashburn. Supervisor Kristen Umstadt told the people who came to the meeting supervisors are frustrated because there's not much they can do. She said the main battle has to be fought in Congress and in the West Virginia legislature. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, a middle school dean at the Douglas School in Leesburg has been charged with assaulting a student. The victim was reportedly inside a school bathroom vaping with several other students on September 5th when he was confronted by 35-year-old Ryan C. Fortenbaugh of Percival, who is a dean at the school. 
The victim alleged he was restrained by Fortenbaugh before being assaulted. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office arrested Fortenbaugh on Monday on a citizen-obtained arrest warrant for assault and battery. He has been on administrative leave from Loudoun County Public Schools since the reported incident. The county government is apparently nearing a deal to add more land to a future state park in far northwestern Loudoun. This would acquire 280-plus acres adjacent to a state-owned tract of land. Supervisor Gary Higgins told the Greater Hillsborough Area Business Alliance on September 24th that it looks like a deal on that property is going to fall into place. That would assemble roughly 1,300 acres near Nearsville for a long-anticipated state park. It brings together land from the Robert and D. Leggett Foundation, the Old Dominion Land Conservancy, and the Blue Ridge Center for Environmental Stewardship. The Blue Ridge Center already has trails and other facilities making for a ready-made park that Higgins said he expects will jump to the top of the list for new state parks once all the land is together. Governor Bob McDonnell announced plans for a park in northwestern Loudoun just before leaving office in 2014. Since then, efforts have focused on transferring the assemblage of land on the Blue Ridge to the state government. Nine months after the Percival Town Council ended its three-decade deal with the County Parks and Rec Department, the partnership has been revived, at least temporarily. The County Department of Parks, Recreation, and Community Services for 33 years ran maintenance and operations at Fireman's Field, which is the baseball diamond. The Town Council ended that to try and lease it out to a private company to try and make some more money from the property. Things got kind of messy. And on Tuesday, the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors approved an agreement to bring Parks and Rec back in until April of next year. Under the contract, the county will honor pre-scheduled events and has the exclusive right to manage the field and set fees. Supervisor Tony Buffington said on Facebook he hopes the town will request a longer-term agreement, which he said would ensure consistency, proper maintenance and operations, and reduced costs for the youth leagues. Fees were set to go up under the private contract. And a longtime eyesore and safety hazard in Chantilly is headed for demolition one way or another as the county exercises its newly adopted blight ordinance for the first time. The target is the United Rentals building on Eastgate View Drive. When the county got a complaint about the building in December, the building's owner, G.J. Malt Corporation, said the property was involved in a recently settled lawsuit and the company was moving to sell the land. The company requested the county hold off on enforcement, a request that was granted until May 1st of this year. On May 15th, the property owner wrote to inform the county he intends to demolish the structure, but the county has been moving ahead anyway with its own blight abatement. The Board of Supervisors will hold a public hearing October 10th on plans to demolish the building that's estimated to cost $373,000. According to county staff, the property has been the site of at least four fires since November of 2016. It's also been the site of numerous sheriff's office calls. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. While you're there, read about Jimmy Olufsen, the guy who's become the go-to banker when someone's looking to start a new brewery in Loudon. It's all at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, Keith Arneson and Nancy Lisi will be playing B Chord Brewing near Round Hill for the Dynamic Duo Series. It starts at 8 p.m. tonight. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, go on a hike through the Blue Ridge Center for Environmental Stewardship to take in some nature and tell everyone you run into about the podcast and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. For Thursday, October 4th, it's your Loudon Now...
forgot what the show is called. For Thursday, October 4th, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute.